And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. It would be educational and informative to just say straight out what it is. Yeah, and let the people decide. There's nothing wrong with oh, that. Oh, this person's decided. Brought to you by Aaron Weitzman and Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. Ryan Doyle, Tim Hudak with you here on The Live Drive. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome back Christy Blatchford from the National Post to The Live Drive. Great to have you, Blatch. Thanks. Nice to be back. Uh, Speaking of, uh, you know, saying what it is, as that little tag said, uh, I gather uh, you and Mr. Hudak told it like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Just a touch. Uh, Tim, would you like to address this one more time? (laughs) Obviously, Patrick Brown in the news, the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party. Yeah, and as I said uh, today, I think he came out in the right spot. He had a strong, very clear letter. But, you know, one thing I've learned in my time in public life, I've even part of these things or or watching them, I think the sooner you cut to the chase, the better off you you are. Uh, When there's delays in the media world, things move fast and it doesn't look good. Christy, if I may, with uh, we'll pretend that Tim isn't in the room. It was classic Hudak yesterday. Uh, just he used the term "crap sandwich," which was awesome in its own right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he was uh, telling it like it was yesterday on the show. It certainly sounds that way. Yay. Uh, yes, yay. Uh, let's talk about seatbelts. Uh, I just made the confession I don't wear mine in the back seat. I've got no good reason for it today. We find out a 26-year-old man who may not have been wearing his seatbelt was killed in the early morning hours in Scarborough. Uh, are you one of those people who don't buckle up in the back? Uh, no, I do buckle up in the back, actually. The only time I'm ever in the back uh, of a car is when I'm taking a, a cab to the airport, usually, to be honest, and I always wear it then. Um, I guess there have been a few occasions where I haven't, but, uh, you know, it's as useful in the back seat as it is in the front. Yeah, and I, I wish I could explain the disconnect. You know, we've talked about some pretty smart people that have actually been killed in the back of taxis, in the back of cars that haven't worn their seatbelt, Nobel Prize winners, the guy from 60 Minutes, Bob Simon, who was quite a, a brilliant man in his own right, all chose not to do it. Yeah, and the law of physics works whether you're in the front or you're in the back. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, look, it's if, if not wearing a seatbelt played a role in this young man's death, then what a great shame that is. Um, and I guess the only possible good is that it reminds the rest of us to do it. Yeah, let me move on to something I know you're a fan of, the long-debated idea of the guaranteed minimum annual income for Canadians. Uh, maybe not a fan in this current form, but it's moving a small slip closer to reality. The former Conservative Senator Hugh Siegel is delivering a report this week on how this basic income pilot might actually work. Your thoughts on where this stands right now? Well, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be mistaken, I'm still a bit uh, jet-lagged and dopey, um, but I thought I read that the, the Mr. Siegel isn't charging anything, but the, the process of either researching the pilot or the pilot cost $25 million. That's what I read as well, yeah. They, they earmarked, okay. earmarked $25 million, uh, to establish the pilot project. Well, that's insane. Uh, I mean... How you would make this actually work is by doing away with all of the other BS government arms and programs which exist to keep people poor. And that's basically what they do. You know, you can have a little guaranteed annual income supplement here, but we'll take it off this here. And so you get rid of those bureaucracies, some of which I think are probably quite big, all of the social welfare bureaucracy. You hire a couple of dozen really good managers to set the new thing in motion. And what you save, I swear to God, what you save with all of the other arms, you would have enough to pay people a decent guaranteed annual income. So, I mean, I guess it's 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 good in a way that the topic is being raised, and I appreciated what uh, Mr. Siegel had to say, you know, 
pointing out that this isn't aimed for people who are sitting on their doves all day, but rather for working poor people who are below the poverty line despite working. So I get that. I think that's useful. But, you know, the notion that a pilot project to see if this is any good would cost 25 million bucks is insane. Uh, I agree with that. And, and I think Blatcher made an excellent point. Uh, the, the Drummond report, which I thought was a good report, it got shelved, but it did point out at the time that social service workers in Ontario can spend anywhere from 50 to 80% of their time looking through all kinds of rules and the complicated system that we have in the social welfare net. It'd be much better to simplify, get people that basic income instead of having bureaucrats running around checking off boxes. Yeah, I agree. Christy, uh, just a quick thought on McDonald's. They've come out with a new ad talking about their uh, McNuggets that don't have preservatives anymore in them. Uh, they've tried to spin this as a good news story. Nice little retro commercial bridging the 1980s with today, saying we've kind of made up in, in the modern world. We've kind of come back here. Uh, but a lot of critics. Yeah, so I gather, but there are a lot of critics for everything now. Uh, as somebody who just spent uh, three weeks plus in Brazil, where there were hardly any McDonald's, um, when I found one, I fell upon it, and I didn't think, oh my God, I'll be able to eat more healthily now. What I thought was good, deep fried stuff, it's going to be great, can't wait. <laughs> Did you have one of those boozy drinks when you were in Brazil that every all the American broadcasters were talking about? No, those drink boozy drinks. Radio people and newspaper people, you know, maybe have a glass of wine or a beer. Okay. So, <laughs> I know, that, and besides, frankly, I, you know, one of those almost put a colleague of mine, a big strapping fellow, under the table. One. So, I was not going to have one and be under the table halfway through. Yeah, I think they're called a caparinia or yeah. something like that? Yes, they are. All right, good enough. Christy, thank you. Thanks a lot. It's great bye to bye. have you back. Christy Blatchford of the National Post, of course, brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca.